Welcome to a bonus edition of the Talent Economy Podcast, where we will hear firsthand from families, educators, executives, and more about their experiences in embracing remote work in their daily lives. Everyone's in this together right now, and it's, it's a weird spot to be in. We still need to hire people. We still need to bring folks in. And how do we do that when we can't actually use our traditional channels? Dad's on a call, and friend are here, we can't go upstairs. A lot of companies have face-to-face video cameras. We don't have a lot of that, so it becomes a little more challenging working in a virtual environment. In many ways, it feels like we blinked, and suddenly the future of work is now. What happens when people have to suddenly work virtually? How quickly can they adapt? And what is the long-term impact on the way they work and live? These stories will help us understand how the current environment will create a new normal in the way we get work done. My name is Lori. I work at a Fortune 50 aerospace company. Thank you, Lori, for taking the time to talk to me. I know this is a very interesting time. I have a couple of questions for you. Where you work? Tell me a little bit about the technology that you use to communicate and how the flow of information goes. Working in a manufacturing environment, I typically work a lot face-to-face. So in the current state, where we're at, it's a little bit more challenging, I would say. Is it meetings or is it just walking around? Face-to-face, like ideally I'm on a factory setting working with the leadership team, seeing how we're performing as a team. Not working in a virtual environment like we're kind of dealing with right now in the current state. What kind of program has the company that you work for? Like, What are they advising as far as telework and things like that? So they've been very clear. If you're able to telecommute, you should. They're really trying to promote not being in a large setting environment. People calling into meetings when they can. So we're trying to support that. I would say the challenge that I'm seeing is we're not as forward looking and working in a virtual environment. So I don't see a lot of like a lot of companies have face to face video cameras. We don't have a lot of that. So it becomes a little more challenging working in a virtual environment. Is it because people don't have the experience doing it or the company hasn't rolled out the technology because it hasn't been necessary or? I don't think it's been necessary because in my work environment, we're encouraged to work in a face-to-face setting. People haven't been prepared for this type of situation where we're forced to work virtual. What are the main challenges that you're experiencing in trying to just get the things you were doing before face-to-face in a new way? I think deliverables are, we're still meeting our deliverables. It's harder to not, you, you appreciate when you're working face-to-face how much more effectively you can communicate. So it seems like it's not just IM or email, but there's a lot more meetings right now, trying to ensure that we're meeting and communicating effectively and meeting our deliverables. And that can be a challenge, I would say. Whereas before you actually didn't have to have as many meetings because information was just flowing. Yeah, ad hoc, you're meeting, you're walking over to talk to people, you're face-to-face in a, in a conference room, working through meetings and challenges that you're facing. If you had to look, just look and take a pause. What is one thing that you think you're learning right now? I think that in my company, we could do a better job of being prepared for a future state where maybe we need to work in a more virtual setting. I definitely try to promote with my team flexibility and we're having to work through that. But just having the right technology to 
be able to communicate effectively, whether it be everyone having a camera, everyone having the latest technology, even even challenges with people working virtually and not having the right Wi-Fi connections or speeds that they need to work effectively can be a challenge. If there's somebody who just started working today in a telework, their company just announced it, and you're a couple of weeks ahead, what are three things that you would tell that person and advice that you give them on day one? I think that it's really critical that you effectively communicate. I think that depending on the generation that you're working with, people don't have the thought to go old school, pick up the phone and talk and work in a way that um, caters to all generations and the diversity of the workforce. So I think that's one aspect. And I think that in our workforce, we're still going to face the need to work face-to-face in some aspects, but we're just going to have to be able to deal with it in a more flexible manner, right? Like you're going to have to work with people that have different work schedules that we're going to have to work with. I'm seeing a lot more, not the standard traditional, hey, I work eight to five. People are working late, people are working early, and you have to be flexible and just ensure that people are aware of timelines and deadlines and work through it together and effectively communicate when they are together. That's awesome. Thank you very much for taking the time and and sharing your thoughts with me. And I'd, I'd love the opportunity in a couple of months just to come back and say, how did it work out? Yeah, definitely. I'd love to do that. I'm your host, Paul Estes. Thank you for listening to this bonus edition of the Talent Economy podcast, exploring real stories from real people during this time of unprecedented change. You can hear more insights by subscribing to our podcast or checking out the website, staffing.com, where you can sign up for the weekly newsletter. If you or someone you know would like to share their remote work story, please send me an email at editor at staffing.com. We want to hear from you. 